Hey, this is Lauren Hargrove, co-pastor of Gravetop Church with the Revive Moms podcast. I hope this message makes a difference in your life and truly revives your soul. Enjoy. I just want to be happy. I don't know if you've ever thought that or said that to yourself. And all of us here, we have many reasons to be happy, right? In our own little world. But I just want to be happy. So let me ask you a question. Are you happy? It's so easy to get lost in all the to-dos and responsibilities of motherhood and life that we forget about ourselves, our desires, our happiness, and our identity. Sure, we're grateful for all that God has given us. We are grateful for our amazing children, our spouses, our home, our relationship with Christ, everything around us that God has so graciously given us. But do you ever feel guilty for not feeling happy all the time for some reason? It, it, you know, it's like, you know, I have so much to be grateful for, but what is really going on inside? Like you're blessed and grateful, but you feel like sometimes you're running a rat race and you're barely able to keep up with all the demands of life. Maybe it's just the constant fatigue. Maybe it's the current world events. Maybe it's the endless to-dos and not enough time to just sit and breathe for a moment. But what is it for you that is pulling you down sometimes? What is pulling you down today? Maybe it's even deeper for you. Maybe it's marital struggles. Maybe it's the loss of a loved one. Overwhelming anxiety. Maybe it's depression or health battles. Whatever it is, what is it for you? Is happiness our goal in life as a Christian? Not necessarily. That's not what I'm trying to say today. Because God told us we would experience hardships in life. But I do think that God desires his children to feel free, to experience happiness, to be at ease and enjoy the life he has given us. He doesn't want us to be run down, overworked, frustrated, and tired that we don't enjoy the gift of each day he's provided. So today we're gonna take a moment to slow down and breathe and learn to find happiness in the midst of chaos, in the midst of chaos. And so we're gonna talk about three things today. We're gonna talk about my identity. The second one is a choice, not a feeling. And the third point is YOLO, lame, sounds funny but you'll understand when we get there so let's start with my identity you know it's hard to be happy sometimes when you seem to have forgotten who you are ask yourself right now who am I but really think about it we all know what we are we are a mom a wife a friend a daughter a child of God an employee or a stay-at-home mom, and much more. We know what we are, what we do, what we contribute to this world. But who are you deep down? Who is the real you? Hold on, sorry, I I have to move this here. Is that a hard question for you right now to answer? Who are you? Do you feel lost in the chaos and the different hats that you wear? I believe that as we discover our true identity in Christ, we begin to have a sparkle 
of joy in our eyes again. We are able to find contentment, confidence, and happiness in who we have been created to be. When we lack our identity, we are tossed to and fro with every voice that enters our head, the negative and the positive. We don't know who we are or what we stand for. Happiness is fleeting and is always unattainable. But once you find your place in the, puz in the puzzle and God's grand plan, you finally feel at peace in this life he has given us. When we become a mother, it's a whole different part of our identity is awakened. Some moms think that they have lost their identity in motherhood. I just don't know who I am anymore. But I'm here to say, in my opinion, that that's not true. Our identity has just grown into something greater, something stronger, something unbreakable. Because being a mom is hardcore, is a hard job and it strengthens you. You become different but in a good way. The road that leads to this strong identity may have, been, may have had some bumps, confusing times, setbacks, breakdowns, and many tears, but it leads to a bigger and better you. The woman you were meant to be all along. God, sorry, allowing some moms in right here. God, wants to remind you who you are today. He wants to remind you who you are today. You are forgiven, made new, you are redeemed, chosen, uniquely purposed. You are full of special abilities and giftings. You are loved, you are wanted, you are cherished, you are strong, smart, capable, fearless, unstoppable, kind, loving, fun, sweet, and so much more. That is who you are deep down and so much more. So my identity, who are you? I'm going to share two verses on this point in first Peter's, uh, Peter's first Peter two, nine, it says, but you are not like that. It was talking about our old way of living people, not serving God. It says, for you are a chosen people. You are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. I mean, the Bible is full of um, uh, scriptures showing us who we are. Not just who you are as an individual, but who you are in Christ. And there, there's, I'm just reading two of them to you today. But you are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are God's own possession. I mean, that is so beautiful. You are chosen by God. And there is so much more to you than just the hats that you wear, than just what you are to people. A mom, a wife, a, a who knows what, whatever you do. There is so much more to you. In Jeremiah 1, 5, I actually really, really love this verse. And it says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as a prophet to the nations. He knew, you know, you before your mom even knew she was pregnant with you. 
And not only did he know you, he set you apart. He said, this child, this mother, this daughter, this girl, this woman is going to be set apart to do this, is appointed to do this and to be this. He was excited before your mom even knew that she conceived you, that you were going to be in this world, that you were going to make a difference. And I love this verse on the other side of the coin because how beautiful is that for us to hear as mothers that our children, before they were even born, before they were even formed in our womb, that he knew them and he set them apart. So no matter what it looks like right now, what your child, whether they're a toddler or a teenager, you know, wherever their walk is and their knowledge is of God, know that God has set them apart. God set them apart and has an appointed mission for them. And you are the one that he chose for, to mother them, to love them, to raise them, to reveal who he is to them. And so identity, my identity. Let's move on to our second point already. And that is a choice, not a feeling, a choice, not a feeling. And so uh, I'm going to read Psalms 118, 24. It says, this is the day which the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Have you heard that verse before? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't, but it's a pretty popular one. You'll see it um, at your nearest Christian store with a, you know, put it on your wall, put it on a pillow, a shirt. It's a very classic verse. Let's rejoice and be glad in this day. How awesome does that sound? Have you ever heard this verse and thought, yeah, I would rejoice if blank happened. Let's fill in the blanks with some examples. If my husband could be home more, I would be happier. If my kids would just sleep through the night, I would be happy. If the world would finally just be at peace and all the craziness would end, I would be happy. If I could just quit my job and not have to worry about money, then I would be happy. What is your blank? What is the thing that you feel is holding you back from waking up in the morning and saying, this is the day the Lord has made, let me rejoice and be glad in it, right? But what is the blank that is preventing that from happening in your heart? Well, I'm here to tell you today that happiness in life is not a feeling, but it's a choice. When it says, let's rejoice and be glad in it, it doesn't say, well, if you feel like it though, you know, hey, let's rejoice in the day the Lord has made if you feel like it. It's a choice that we have to make. You may not always feel happy or want to smile or want to dance and laugh, but sometimes you just got to choose to if happiness is what you desire. And I'm not saying to fake it till you'll make it because I actually hate that saying. I think it's so fake. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you like fake it till you make it, girl. Just put on a smile. That's not what I'm saying, but more so choose happiness and the true feelings will follow. Um, Dr. Caroline Leaf is the author of the book that I've been reading lately. Some of y'all are also reading and she's read other books. And one of the other books I read of hers um, is called Who Switched Off My Brain. And it, she explained that she's kind of explaining this concept. And what she said is sometimes when say you're feeling down, she's like, when you literally make yourself smile that I can't even explain all the science and I'll get it all wrong. But my point, what I'm trying to articulate is that when you choose to smile, say when you're having a bad day, 
or you choose to say positive things that it literally releases the chemicals all those different feel-good chemicals in your body and then your feelings begin to follow so say you're having a crappy day like i don't want to rejoice but you choose to put on some praise music or you choose to go and just make a silly smile and you choose to do the things that bring you happiness you choose to dance even when you feel heavy um, those feelings begin to follow each of us have circumstances right now that could easily steal our happiness if we let it there will never be a point in our life until we make it to heaven that is that is peachy perfect until then so why are we waiting for that to be happy why are we waiting for the blank to happen and then we'll be happy it's time to stop letting our days slip through the cracks one at a time wasted in frustration discontentment disappointments and so on and it's time to just enjoy the life god has graciously graciously given us with all of the ups and all of the downs right smack in the middle of chaos i'll be the first to tell you that a lot of our days are chaotic um not just we love our kids it's not just they're you know because you know they're a little crazy that day it's challenging um but life happens right there's different things that all of us right now are experiencing and they're unique there's different sorrows there's different worries there's different frustrations we all have different experiences um, and different things that are involved so I'm not telling you today to say okay we'll just be happy dude like okay it's gonna be fine I'm not telling you to just put on a fake smile and be happy but what I'm saying is that you can be happy right now in the midst of chaos it's your choice god desires his children to be happy he is not an angry god wanting you to suffer wanting you to learn all these hard lessons all the time have you ever thought like oh i'm going through this because god's teaching me a lesson or like well this is happening again you know god made me go through it so i could just learn a lesson do you feel like you're always having to go through that that's not god's heart to just make you learn all these hard lessons and suffer all the time he is a god who takes delight in his children's happiness just like you do with your kids as a parent it makes us so happy when our children are happy we do the craziest things to put a smile on their face um we have these tunnels that ashley one of our friends uh bought jewels for her birthday and it's like a huge tunnel thing where they crawl through and it unravels in the living room well, they love and they'll be like, Mom, Dad, do you want to be Mommy Dinosaur, Daddy Dinosaur? And we'll chase them. And we don't even fit through the tunnels, but somehow we make it through. And I'm just like, dude, like, I don't prefer to be Mommy Dinosaur right now. Like, I would rather not be doing this. But I do it and I sound crazy to put a smile on her face, to put a smile on their face. You know, so we do the craziest things to see our kids smile, to be happy. When they seem down, it breaks our hearts. When they seem worried, frustrated, or upset, our heart grieves. We want nothing more than to fix it. And that is God's same heart towards us. When we are down, his heart hurts. When we are happy, his heart is delighted. It puts a smile on his face. You know, and I'm going to share two verses on this point. Um, Psalms 37.4 says, Take delight in the Lord. 
and he will give you your heart's desires. I'll say it again. Take delight in the Lord and then he will give you your heart's desire. Sometimes we're waiting for God to grant us that specific desire before we're truly going to be happy. Like I've already talked about in this point, if blank would happen, then yeah, I'd be happy. I'll be at peace. I'd be chill. Everything would be good. But this verse shows the opposite. He calls us to simply take delight in him first, and then the desires of our hearts will be fulfilled. So let's put our focus back on Christ. He is our true delight. Nothing in this world could truly satisfy but Him. He is our first delight. Proverbs 17.22 says, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. I mean, really, if when we read this verse, it's like, yeah, when, when we have a broken spirit, you literally feel weak. You, you can feel your strength fleeing from you when your heart is broken, when you're downcast, when you're discouraged, when you're constantly living each day trying to grasp happiness but feeling everything but. But it says a cheerful heart is good medicine. You feel better. You feel good when you have a cheerful heart. And so a choice, not a feeling. Sometimes choosing happiness in the midst of whatever you're going through, the feelings will follow. And so our last point is a cheesy but funny YOLO. But not, but not like the YOLO that our world says, you know, you only live once is what it stands for, for those who are like, what are you talking about? Um, but you only live once. But like we live twice because um, eternity, so like that's the second life is better, if that makes sense. Um, but there's one life to live here on earth, the life that God has given us here. And I'm going to share this verse in Ecclesiastes 3, 9-13. And it says, What do people really get from all of their hard work? I have seen the burden God has placed on us all. Yet, God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart. But even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. So I concluded there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can. And people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor, for these are gifts from God. You know, that's a beautiful verse. I mean, it's talking about like we're working hard, we're striving, we're trying to get the job done or the many jobs and many hats that we wear. But it's saying at the end of the day, God wants us to enjoy our hard work. He wants us to enjoy ourselves, to be happy. And it ends by saying that's a gift from God. I mean, have you ever been like, oh, I can't be happy. Like that's, then I'm sinning or something, you know, I'm in the wrong. No, those are gifts from God to enjoy your life. The truth is we will one day spend eternity with Jesus in heaven forever. But until then, he has given us one life to live on earth. Don't get so caught up in the day-to-day -day that you lose sight of how brief our life is on earth. Each day truly is a gift given to us by God. What kind of days do you want to live? Taking a look back on your earlier years, think about it. Could you think of days or seasons you wish you would have just enjoyed more and stopped worrying? 
in your past, were there times where you're worried about something so much and it all worked out and now you're able to see how God worked it all out and you could have just enjoyed that season without worrying? I know there was many seasons in my life where I was worried, I was a mess, and then God always was faithful and always worked it out. And I look back, I'm like, dang, man, you could have just been chilling because God had it. You could have just been enjoying your days instead of feeling filled with anxiety and worry. Do you look back and see how God made it all work out after all? Did you waste time feeling upset and discontent when you could have just been living the life to the fullest? So now looking forward at today and the days to come, shouldn't we take that and apply it now? God is working behind the scenes. He is making the wrong things right. He has a plan when we don't know about it yet. He is faithful and he is worthy of our trust. We don't have to worry. What if we could just take a deep breath and enjoy our days and be happy if it was that simple? The little annoyances aren't worth it. The petty disagreements aren't worth it. The strife and the anxiety are just stealing from what could be. It's time to surrender it all and find happiness in the life that God has given you. So what makes you happy? Do more of it. You know, sometimes we're, you know, it's a spiritual thing, but it's also practical. What is something that brings a spark of happiness to your day? Is it going outside? Is it working out? Listening to music? Dancing around the house? Going on a drive? Painting your nails? Eating the cookie? Buying some shoes? Maybe painting and drawing? I don't know. What is it that makes you happy? Maybe you've been wanting to join a dance class for years. You're like, oh, well, I'm older. Do it. Maybe you just enjoy calling your friends. Maybe you want to plant some new plants. Maybe you just want to sit and eat some wings with your husband. That's one of my favorite things to do. Maybe it's building a fort with your kids and making, letting the living room just be a mess. Who cares? Maybe it's having a tickle party with your little kids and seeing them laugh. Whatever it is, find moments and opportunities to enjoy these sparks of happiness in your day. Because we only have this one life to live and sometimes we miss these opportunities because we're so focused on what we don't have. We're so focused on what we're worrying about. We're so focused on the negative at the end of the day. When God has been faithful before and he will be faithful again, and we can just learn to trust him. Now I'm going to share a, a couple of verses before we close. And Psalms 144:15 says, Happy is the people whose God is the Lord. I mean, that is such a simple verse. Happy is the people whose God is the Lord. God is our Lord, and it's simple. Those are the happy people. Those are the joyful people. And if we've lost our happiness, maybe it's because we've lost our focus on God. We're Christians here. We're believers. We love God. We worship him. We serve him. But even so, sometimes we've lost our focus. We've lost where our true joy, our true happiness, our true satisfaction comes from. And that is in God. Ecclesiastes 2, 24 through 26 says, so I decided there is nothing better than to enjoy food. Girl, enjoy the food. You know, there's diets and counting calories and whatever, but sometimes just 
I'm all for it. Just, just enjoy it, right? Find satisfaction in work. Do you like what you do? Find satisfaction. And if it's not, then make some adjustments. And then it goes on to say, I'm, I'm adding some context. I'm sorry. I, I'll just read the verse. Then I realized that these pleasures are from the hand of God. For who can eat or enjoy anything apart from him? God gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy to those who please him. But if a sinner becomes wealthy, God takes the wealth away and gives it to those who please him. This too is meaningless, like chasing the wind. Ecclesiastes is a very interesting uh, book of the Bible. I encourage you to read it. It, um, I mean, it's just very interesting. It gives you so much like perspective and insight, but it's kind of like mysterious at the same way. So it's like, so what are you saying exactly? Like enjoy life, but then it's meaningless. Go read it yourself. Very, very interesting, but there's so much to take from it. So much wisdom. And what I wanted to share from it today is the, the knowledge of knowing that it takes God desires you to enjoy your life, to find happiness. It brings him joy and it is a gift from him. So God is in the midst of every detail of your life. You are an amazing mother and so much more. He is proud of you. He loves you and he wants you to be happy. Your happiness puts a smile on his face. I hope you enjoyed today's message. We'd love to connect with you. Follow Revive Moms on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If Revive Moms has been life-giving to you, then we'd love to connect with you as a church family. To learn more about Gravetop Church, visit gravetop.com or follow us on social media at Gravetop Church. Thanks for listening.